when the end, when the end, w Hello, everybody, friends, fellow wisdom seekers, fellow truth seekers, anybody else out there just checking in that unquenchable thirst for knowledge. Welcome to the Brave New World Order podcast straight out the catacombs of podcasting i am brandon saint one thank you all so much for joining me for this episode today we're gonna dive into the recent hearing on uaps and we're gonna listen to some of the clips and the highlights from it and we're just gonna have an open mind and take a look at it from different angles because everybody has an opinion A lot of people are so set in their ways. A lot of people have been waiting for this disclosure for so long. They don't even want to think of the possibility that it could be a work, that this could be a psychological operation. So let's just dive right in. On Wednesday, July 26th, there was a hearing in front of the Oversight Committee on UFOs slash UAPs. There were three people testifying, and pretty credible people too. We have former Navy pilot Ryan Graves, who started an organization called Americans for Safe Aerospace after witnessing lots of anomalous behaviors in the skies as a Navy pilot. And then there is former Navy commander David Fravor, who is the pilot from the infamous Tic Tac video of the little black looking thing going like a million miles an hour that they have no idea how it can move that way. And if you've been paying attention at all to this whole UAP UFO thing from quite a few years ago, David Fravor was the guy he's been making his rounds with Jeremy Corbell. I think he was on Joe Rogan. I think he talked to Lex Friedman, you know, making the circuit on all those free thinking, what people think are the free-thinking podcasts out there. You know, all the big podcasts that everybody thinks are these deep intellectuals. David Fravor was making his rounds on that circuit. And then the third guy there was David Grush. If you've been listening to my previous episodes covering all of this, he is the whistleblower. And he was on News Nation talking about lots of crazy stuff. And he was definitely the most fascinating part of this whole hearing. So we're going to listen to what he had to say. I got a couple clips here for you all. So check this out. We're going to dive right in. We're not fucking around here. Has the U.S. government become aware of actual evidence of extraterrestrial, otherwise unexplained forms of intelligence? And if so, when do you think this first occurred? Uh, I like to use the term non-human. I don't like to denote origin. Keeps the aperture open, both scientifically. Right. Uh, uh, certainly, uh, like I've dis- discussed publicly uh, previously, 1930s. Do you believe that our government is in possession of UAPs? Uh, absolutely, based on interviewing uh, over 40 witnesses over four years. And, and, and where? I know the exact locations, and, and those locations were provided to the Inspector General, and some of which to the Intelligence Committees. I actually had the people with the first-hand knowledge um, provide a protected disclosure to the Inspector General. Mr. Grush, as a result of your previous government work, have you met with people with direct knowledge or have direct knowledge yourself of non-human origin craft? 
Yes, I personally interviewed those individuals. Uh, Mr. Grush, are you aware, do you have direct knowledge, or have you talked to people with direct knowledge, that there are satellite imagery of these events? Uh, that was one of my primary tasks at NGA, since we uh, process, exploit, and disseminate that kind of information. I've seen multiple cases, some of which, to my understanding, and of course, I left NGA in April, so that's my information cutoff date. Uh, but I personally um, reviewed both uh, what we call overhead collection and from other strategic and tactical platforms that were, I could not even explain prosaically. And I have a degree in physics, by the way, as well. Do you have direct knowledge, or you had spoken people with direct knowledge that this imagery applies to crash sites, crash, crash imagery? I can't discuss that in an open session. Okay. Has any of the activity um, been aggressive, been um, hostile to, in your reports? Uh, I know of multiple colleagues of mine that got physically injured. And uh, the activity... And I gotta, by, by UAPs or by, by people within the, the federal government? Both. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. there has been activity by by alien or non, non-human technology and or beings that has caused harm to humans? Uh, I can't get into the specifics in a, an open environment, but at least the activity that I personally witnessed, and I have to be very careful here, because uh, you don't, you know, they tell you never to acknowledge tradecraft, right? So what I personally witnessed myself and my wife was very disturbing. You've stated that the government is in possession of potentially non-human spacecraft. Based on your experience and extensive conversations with experts, do you believe our government has made contact with intelligent extraterrestrials? Something I can't discuss in public setting. Um, okay, I can't ask when you think this occurred. <laughs> if you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. Mr. Grush, I might have asked this before, but I want to make sure. Do you have any personal knowledge of someone who's possibly been injured working on legacy UAP reverse engineering? Yes. Okay. How are they injured? I can't get into the specifics, but you can imagine assessing an, an unknown unknown. Uh, there's a lot of uh, potentialities you can't fully prepare for. Mr. Grush, why is it that you pr uh, refer to the phenomenon as non-human intelligence? Why deviate from the basis of extraterrestrial life? Uh, I think the phenomenon uh, is... Uh, uh, very complex, and I like to leave an open mind analytically. So, and, and you may or may not be able to answer my last question, and maybe we get into a skiff at the next hearing that we have, but who in the government either, what agency, sub-agency, what contractors, who should be called into the next hearing about UAPs, either in a public setting or even in a private setting? And, and you probably can't name names, but what agencies or organizations, contractors, et cetera, do we need to call in to get these questions answered, whether it's about funding, what programs are happening, and what's out there? I can give you a specific cooperative and hostile witness list of specific individuals uh, that were in those. And, and how soon can we get that list? I'm happy to provide that to you after the hearing. Super. Thank you. And I yield back. Have you faced any retaliation or reprisals for any of your testimony or anything 
on these lines? Yeah, uh, I have to be careful what I say in detail because there is an open uh, whistleblower reprisal investigation on my behalf, and I don't want to compromise that investigation by providing anything that may uh, help provide somebody information. But it was very brutal and uh, very unfortunate, some of the tactics they used to um, hurt me both professionally and, and personally, to be quite frank. Yeah. So do you have any personal knowledge of people who have been harmed or injured in efforts to cover up or conceal these extraterrestrial technology? Yes. Personally. Have you heard, have anyone been murdered that you would think, that you know of or have heard of, I guess? I have to be careful asking that question. I directed people with that knowledge to the appropriate authorities. Um, Mr. Grush, what, what about you? What was your experience after you came forward? Well, uh, it's only been about two months or so, so I guess my experience has been you know, overwhelming support from uh, former colleagues of mine that have you know, privately messaged me, and, and I do appreciate that. Uh, but I, I do have knowledge of um, active planned uh, reprisal activity against myself and other colleagues, and it's very, very upsetting to me. Coming from where? Uh, certain senior leadership at previous agencies I was associated with. And that's all I'll say publicly, but I can provide more details in a closed environment. There were certain colleagues of mine that were brutally administratively attacked. And it you know, actually makes me very upset to, as a leader to see that happen to other coworkers and actually superiors of mine over well, the last three years. How do you account for that response? That, that seems like a bizarre response. Uh, I call it administrative terrorism. That's their, their quiver, their tool in the toolbox uh, to silence people, especially you know, the uh, career government service cares about their career, cares about their clearance, uh, their reputation to climb the ladder. And when you threaten that uh, flow, career path, uh, uh, a lot of people back off. Um, but I'm here to represent those people. In the last couple of years, have you had incidences that have caused you to be in fear for your life for addressing these issues? Yes, personally. That is David Grush testifying at the UAP hearing just the other day, saying lots of wild, interesting stuff. And he definitely seemed like he was holding back. Obviously, there's probably a lot of things that he can't just say. He's under investigation. There's retaliation. He seems like an interesting character. Out of the three people that testified, his energy definitely seemed a little off. The other two guys seemed pretty chill and calm. But I don't know. I'm just watching. And I always say all the world's a stage. And if it is, it definitely seemed like he was overacting a little bit. But that's just my take on it. Like I always say, question everything. We all want to know the answers. We, we know the government's lying to us. So to me, that's not like this big shock to hear somebody come out and tell me that the government has been hiding secrets. So it's not a big shock to me. We all want the truth. It just seems like if they really wanted to keep something a secret and if they want something to get out and make it look like, you know, a whistleblower and this information is, you know, getting out by accident, then they could definitely make it happen. I definitely think this is awesome, though. I think it's great that this is all getting out into the public sphere things that people like me have been reading about for years and it hasn't really been talked about in the mainstream and now it's getting out there. They're talking about bodies being recovered. They're talking about crafts. They're talking about people being injured and murdered. 
to try to cover it up. And while trying to reverse engineer these things, there's been accidents, all types of stuff out there. And that's only just like the tip of the iceberg. Like I said, he's holding back, it seems. And that could be all part of it to like say a lot of shit that nobody has ever really got up and testified under oath and talked about. Nobody's ever really gone this far and talked about UFOs and alien bodies and non-human intelligence the way that David Grush has been really doing it. Let's take a listen to this next clip here where he gets into interdimensional beings. I mean, to, to have this in the public sphere, like the whole, instead of it just being about aliens from other planets, to have it in the public and maybe the mainstream, obviously they the main mainstream players aren't really talking about this point of it, but it's pretty awesome to have it out there because me personally, I think that's closer to the truth. I think interdimensional, higher realms of reality is more along the lines because I think whatever these beings are, I think they've been here for a long time. I think that they may have been pulling the strings in a lot of human activities. And whatever they are, they may be more human-like than we know. But I think it has to do with fallen angels, demons, UFOs are all related. So let's take a listen to this clip here. David Grush once again. Oh yeah, but real quick, I gotta set it up because this guy asking the question right before this, he was kind of given this statement laughing at this whole thing about, oh, if UFOs or these non-human intelligence can come all the way across the galaxy, millions and billions of miles away, light years away, and then crash, that doesn't make any sense. And he was kind of given that explanation that some people have been kind of latching on to. To me, that's just like a logical fallacy. But anyway, let's listen to this clip. Um, one of my constituents actually sent this next question, and I figured I'd ask it since I had the same thought. You've said that the U.S. In has intact spacecraft. You said that the government has alien bodies or alien species. Have you seen, have you, have you seen the spacecraft? I have to be careful to describe what I've seen uh, firsthand and not in this environment, but I, I could answer that question behind, behind closed doors. Yeah. And have you seen any of the bodies? That's something I've, I've not I witnessed myself. And with that being said, you have mentioned that there's interdimensional p potential. Could you expound on that? Oh, yeah, to answer your first question, and you know, I'm here as a fact witness and expert, but I, I will give you a, a theoretical framework, at least to work off, to kind of espouse uh, crashes, uh, regardless of, uh, you know, your level of sentience, right? You know, planes crash, cars crash, n number of sorties, what, however high, a small percentage are going to end in, you know, mission failure, if you will, as we say in the, in the Air Force. Uh, and then in terms of uh, multidimensionality, that kind of thing, the, the framework uh, that I'm familiar with, for example, is something called the holographic principle uh, both, uh, it's, it derives itself from general relativity and uh, quantum mechanics, and that is, if you want to imagine uh, a 3D object such as yourself casting a shadow onto a 2D surface, uh, that's the holographic principle. So you can be projected, quasi-projected from higher dimensional space to lower dimensional. It's a scientific trope that you can actually cross, literally, as far as I understand, but there's probably guys with PhDs that we could probably but, argue about that. But you yeah, that was pretty interesting, I thought to hear somebody testifying under oath, saying things about interdimensional beings, 
is pretty awesome. We are definitely in a time, 2023 is definitely a time to be alive for sure. And what's interesting about all this is that I see there are like warring factions playing out amongst people who are, you know, conspiracy theorists, truthers, free thinking minds, people on podcasts on Twitter. It just seems like people that want disclosure want it so bad. And these people are usually conspiracy theorists who think the government lies. Some of these people, they just don't want to entertain the possibility of this being a psychological operation. They want that disclosure so bad. And it's messing their minds up, I think. I think we have to look at this objectively. And also people like me who think everything's a psyop, that maybe there is some truth to it. But I just think that if somebody was going to blow the whistle on such a big deal and the people in charge didn't want it to get out, it wouldn't get out. This guy would probably already be dead. We wouldn't even know his name, probably. And like I said, David Grush definitely has a weird vibe. He has a weird energy. He seems like he knows the script pretty well. And he's ready to say his lines at any given moment. The other two guys genuinely seem like people who have seen some stuff and they don't know what the hell is going on. But Grush definitely gives me a vibe. And he could be getting played too. He could be getting all this information and he's just a really excitable guy and he thinks that he's doing good work, but he's just being fed the right information at the right time and they're using him as the useful idiot. I can see it from both sides. I think the arguments are valid, but I think we just have to have an open mind and not really just blindly trust anybody that comes out and says the things that we want to hear and says all the things that we've been saying. Finally, that person's saying it. Kind of like RFK Jr. He's saying a lot of things that a lot of people want to hear at this time the right time for him to start saying certain things. But when the time was really the right time, when people really needed people to step up, there wasn't a lot of people out there. But so I use RK Jr. as an example because I see a lot of idol worship with him. Elon Musk, same thing. So when somebody comes out and says, the government is lying to you, it's like, yeah, no shit. Show me the goods, motherfucker. That's where my head's at with all of this. So I'm always paying attention. But the funniest group of people are the people who tell you not to pay attention to UAPs or UFOs because who cares? It doesn't really matter. Let's look into Hunter Biden instead. That's way more important. Like you can't do both. But there are a lot of people out there who are like, this whole thing is a distraction from the Hunter Biden scandal and the trans people coming for your children. Don't look at this UAP thing. We need to fight the culture war. And those people are probably bought and paid for by the Republican Party or other people, other special interest groups, I would say. Anybody who tells you to probably not look at this, to look at that, is probably trying to distract you from something or is paid for by certain establishment people that want you fighting one another. Like I always say, I see a lot of it now. If you just pay attention to what's going on, you see people in certain areas online and they all parrot the same things and they come from somewhat of like 
libertarian kind of mindset or free thinking people that come off that way. But all they do is they all jump on the same topic every single day. They all have their own version of it. And a lot of these people come off as being independent. But I think that is a sleight of hand because they're all doing the current thing. They're all on that current thing. And either they're just grifting and they're not even worth listening to because they're not even going to give you a real insightful, thoughtful idea. They're just going to parrot the current thing. I see it on YouTube. I see it on Twitter. All these blue checkies all saying the same shit. All have a subscriber paywall. A lot of them now, they say, oh, I got breaking news of all this high-level corruption. Everybody's involved. Subscribe to my Twitter to get all the names and the goods. It's all bullshit. I guess I'm just ranting just to say be careful out there of who is grifting your ass, I guess. I don't know. I'm just paying attention, sitting back, watching all these people who claim that they're truthers, yet I just see all these patterns forming, these little pockets, these little groups, and they all say the same shit. They talk about the same topics. And it's boring as fuck. So that's just my little rant. Thanks for listening to me. And thanks for joining me for this episode of the Brave New World Order podcast. Very interesting stuff at that UAP hearing. Definitely dive in. Read some information for yourselves. I hope that that's what this podcast does. I hope it sparks interest in people. And you go out and you question everything. And formulate your own ideas and thoughts about these things. We are all individuals, right? We can come together and try to figure out these ideas together with our individual thoughts. But if we just yes everybody and go along with every single thing that everybody says just so you could be part of a group, then what the hell? Nothing is ever going to get done, right? So thank you all so much for joining me, Brandon St. One, for this episode of the Brave New World Order podcast. I got much more coming up. I'm actually working on an episode about a book called The Gods of Eden that goes along with all this stuff. It's going to be very interesting. So thank you all once again. I will see you soon. In the meantime, stay positive, question everything, and think for yourselves. Much love, everybody. Peace.